0: Welcome, and thank you for listening to Optics in Action, where we showcase leaders with vision and clarity. My name is Ryan Weiss, founder and CEO of EPS. Our team is focused on enabling companies to align people and process for increased revenue, profitability, and scalable growth, while reducing the frustrations of your employees and customers. If you or someone you know is interested in applying to be a guest on this podcast, You can find more information at podcast.epsoptics.com. Let's get to our next guest. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Optics in Action, where we spotlight leaders with vision and clarity. And uh, today we've got Brandon Barnum. He is the CEO of HOA.com and the author of Raving Referrals. So he's got some really interesting backgrounds, some really interesting things as we were chatting beforehand, uh, talking about purpose, people, and process. And I'm super excited to introduce him to our audience and uh, and start the conversation here. So Brandon, welcome on the episode and uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and your background
1: beautiful well thank you ryan appreciate you having me here well so for the last 12 years i've been building tech platforms and hoa.com is the 10th tech platform that i've built over the last 27 years Uh, Before that, I got started in the mortgage business. That's where I got mentored in the art and the science of building raving referrals. And it sounds like you've got a lot of people that are in the B2B space and that are part of your world. And so I think this will be a fun conversation because 84% of B2B sales start with a referral.
0: Oh, I, I hear that. I mean, I started my business going back about seven years ago now. And even today, most of my clients have come through referrals of satisfied clients you have introduced us to more people and so that is a fantastic way to uh to make introductions and to find clients and to grow a business. So uh so I'm interested to hear more about that. Typically what we like to start with is kind of the purpose, like why do you do the things you do? So uh so Brandon like what what drives you? Why do you do the things you do?
1: Well, so my personal purpose I found on a beach in May of 2004. My mentor, Mark Victor Hansen, had asked me to set 101 goals, and so I was in Maui with my wife. She'd go to bed. I'd be on the beach listening to my praise music with my laptop and asking God, okay, what what am I here for, right? What is my purpose? And the download that I got, the message that I got is that I'm here to inspire, uplift, and empower every person on the planet. So that's my dashboard. That's my scoreboard is everyone. And so it's a great reminder when you meet people in life that you immediately would be tending to judge them. And I'm like, oh, that means them too. So it's it's cool. But that's that's my mission is just to help everybody, help everybody. And that's what we do, both at Raving Referrals and HOA.com. It's all about helping people. And so that's the why. Uh, as it relates to HOA.com, our why is to revolutionize homeowner associations because 53% of homeowners in the U.S. live in an HOA, but most don't love their HOA. We think there's a better way to HOA.
0: That That is a fantastic perspective. So my wife and I, probably about five years ago, we purchased the house that we live in today, and we intentionally moved out of an HOA type of an area. So I love hearing that you know, revolutionize it. That's that's really interesting and intriguing. Part of the reason we moved away from where we were living was we wanted to have more flexibility, a couple acres, you know, things like that.
1: Freedom. <laughs> you don't know, get a lot of freedom in an HOA,
0: but it's okay. So there's, the pros. There's, there's pros and cons to all of yeah. these things, and uh and you certainly do understand when you've got a lot of people who are grouped together in a very small area, having a common purpose and having a, a way of coordinating efforts is a big deal. So I, I love that you're looking into that. Um, very cool. So when you think about, so the, the three themes that I always talk about are purpose, people and process. So yeah. when you, like, so I, I heard your why, heard your purpose behind some of this. Um, When you think about people and process, what are some of the things that maybe HOA is, HOA.com is looking to improve in terms of process and enabling people to have better experiences in their HOA? What are some of those now, alignments well, of look, people and process there?
1: Let's start with the people because the people are all that matters. Honestly, the process yeah. is there to serve the people. So when it comes to the people, we really have three different types of people that we serve. Number one, it's all about homeowners. We are champions for homeowners. And we really stand in the gap between the homeowner and the HOA. And they're the the HOAs, the board members. That's the third type of person and in between are the professionals who serve them both. So uh, we focus on connecting homeowners to professionals they can trust, like realtors, mortgage lenders, painters, plumbers, all the people that help you with your home and help you with life. And what we're creating is like AAA for your home and where to go to find a pro. So that's really part of the the process that we're helping the people solve is that people don't know where to go unless they've already found somebody that they trust. Do they go and Google some stranger on the Internet? And, you know, you can rely on ratings and reviews. But what we teach is we help the professionals create their trusted team and even the homeowners, too. You have people that, you know, like and trust. And we don't think it should be Angie's list. We think it should be Ryan's list. We think you should have in your homeowner app, you should have all of your trusted professionals in one place. And if somebody asks you, hey, I'm looking for a great landscaper or you know contractor for my home, who do you recommend? We're creating a referral card you can send to that person so that everything is tracked, measured, reported, and we're able to help everybody in sort of the value chain, if you will.
0: Yeah, No, I love I love that vision. And by the way, I agree with you 100%. My early career, I was a chemist and a finance major in, in college, oh, wow. so I was all about process. Yeah. And what, what evolved throughout the course of my career and bringing me to where I am today is that... Process is only important to the extent that it enables people to do something more efficiently, Amen. more effectively, to get better results, whatever that may be. Process is only an enabler of the people. So I love that you started with that and uh, and go down that path. So uh, so how long how long ago did you start hoa.com? How long has this been sort of growing and evolving?
1: Yeah, we started over four years ago. My last tech platform I had was called refer.com. It was an online referral network. We built that up to 5 million members and then sold that in 2019. And I was really coaching a guy here in Phoenix. And um, after I exited that company, we were kind of brainstorming. What if we could create like BNI power team for the professionals who serve homeowners? Because there really isn't a referral network exclusively yeah. for those who serve homeowners. So we started out with thehomeowneralliance.com. That was our original domain. That's still the name of our company. And I was sitting meeting with him one day and I said, you know, this domain is too long to fit on the side of a bus, thehomeowneralliance.com. People are going to misspell it. They're not going to remember it. Like we got to find something better. And I just said, okay, if we could wave our magic wand and had any domain on the planet what would it be home owner alliance hoa so uh, reached out to the owner of hoa.com at the time and made him an offer he couldn't refuse and here we are
0: well it could not have been a uh, a low offer because three letter domains in the in the past you know even 10 years are are you know often quite expensive so i imagine that uh, that this was quite an investment for you to uh, to make sure that you're doing the right things and it wasn't
1: cheap and i'm still paying so yes
0: <laughs> i i i imagine you are so yeah. uh, so as you look at the vision of what you're creating and mm-hmm. i mean this is the i love when i talk to leaders who are transforming a an industry or transforming a a real problem. And I sort of, I shared it, right. We sort of had frustrations with the homeowner association we were in, but, uh, but my wife and I have moved seven times in 17 years for a big corporation. So we lived in different associations, like, you know, dealing with people and all the cultural differences of neighborhoods and all these things. So, uh, so I love what you're doing to transform those sort of, because a lot of people are very mobile and they're moving between neighborhoods, so finding those trusted advisors and and navigating some of those things is is really a challenge.
1: Um, it is a challenge, and there's another piece of what we're doing that I haven't shared yet that I should, because it really ties into the purpose. At HOA.com, our tagline is connecting communities. We want neighbors to know their neighbors. Quite frankly, we think neighbors should hire their neighbors as long as that neighbor is going to do a great job. But it should really be hyper local. We we teach professionals hyper local social farming, and so with the communities themselves, we actually help the neighbors throw events and we bring the professionals to support them in helping that. So like we did a community barbecue a couple miles from me at one of our communities that we support. And it was so cool, man, because it was put on by a realtor and a mortgage lender. Mm -hmm. And they had hired one of the neighbor boys, 13 year old kid to go door knocking and provide a an invite to the community barbecue. And when it came, there were about 50 people out there. And it was what was so cool about it is everybody brought their meat if they wanted to throw it on the grill, chicken, hamburgers, hot dogs, whatever. But I was standing back one point and just kind of surveying and scanning the whole area and seeing what people were doing. And the kids were playing basketball, the dads are playing cornhole. There was even a kickball going on, a game going on. But the best part for me is I looked around and like I said, there's over 50 people there. Not one person was on their cell phone. I People love it. talking to their neighbors, getting to know each other, laughing, listening to music, having fun. And those are the kind of connected communities that we want to have in America. We want to make this country great again. And, you know, forget about the politics behind the statement, just buy into the purpose behind it, which is we want to be proud of our country, our communities. And we think that starts right there in your local neighborhood.
0: Oh, that that is absolutely a fantastic uh, vision and I, I love some of what you just said. I mean, I've got four children, and uh, and as I watch my generation, as I watch the next generation, the amount of time spent on cell phone and social media, and just the the anxieties that that are happening in our culture behind those things. And yeah. I I love the vision that you just shared, kind of looking at that and how do we get back outside? How do we reconnect with people? And uh, and I think that's an absolutely amazing vision that you're uh, that you're setting out to share.
1: We're working with an organization called the Fam Project to help break digital addiction because these cell phones we we now give cell phones to kids as a babysitter, right? To keep them occupied and distracted and busy, so they're not coming to the parents. And, and I shouldn't say we, but there are those that are doing that. Um, and it's just important that people connect with people once again. And so I think the last few years have really taught us that, that we desire that connection and people want to be connected. So we're supporting that and doing it through our business, which is super cool. I I love it. The other thing that I heard you say
0: earlier on, and it's sort of a link by what I heard between the raving referrals and Mm -hmm. HOA.com, you used the word trust a few times. Yeah. Tell, tell me what that means to you and why that's so important to you as you're building out these technology platforms, as you're enabling, you know, breaking from social you know, or technology addictions and things like that. Like all of those things, I think, revolve around this concept of trust. What does that mean to you and how does that relate to, to all of this?
1: Yeah, well, trust is huge. They say 90 percent of human beings trust a recommendation from somebody that they know. So. Trust is the new economy in my mind, right? I think that going forward, we've come to a place where a lot of people don't trust everything we read online anymore, Um, especially now with AI proliferating the way that it is. We don't know what's real and what has been created by a machine, quite frankly, or by someone that's not trustworthy. So we're actually creating a trust score within HOA.com and it will be a, a composite amalgamation of people's ratings and reviews throughout social media, including our site, so that people know who they can trust. But my, I had a previous tech platform called Trusted Team and we teach the referral partner blueprint because we teach business professionals to partner with each other if they know like and trust them they should be working together and building their businesses together and so we've really built trust throughout the platform and more importantly than the technology it's really the mission of the organization yeah that is that's really
0: great stuff so as you as you think about the uh, the raving referrals and that referral network and and the trust that goes along with that, um, do you have sort of a, a process that that uh, that you take people through, or a process? Uh, you know, it doesn't have to be like process. Like I, you know, sometimes no. that word is very technical. But uh, yeah. what are sort of the steps that people maybe go through to sure. build those referral networks and build that trust within those networks?
1: Well, the first step that we teach them to do is to go to referralscorequiz.com and actually do an assessment. It's 10 questions, self-rated on the 10 best practices when it comes to referrals. And that usually points out a couple of blind spots for most people. You know, they'll get an 8, 9, 10 in one area, and then they'll get a zero in another area. So it really kind of wakes them up and helps them identify, well, there's some things that I just wasn't on my radar. So go to referralscorequiz.com and you can take that it takes you one maybe two minutes and it'll help you tremendously. But then we teach the referral partner blueprint, that's what we teach and you know it all starts with identifying who it is that you want to partner with it's interview and approach them strategically and then really have a plan in place to co-market each other. And we outline that in the in the book, Raving Referrals, in the video course, and then also in the referral partner blueprint that we give away at hoa.com slash blueprint. So people can download that. And it's got scripts and tips and everything you need to know. But you know, when you ask about process, There's one process that most people fail with, and that is how to ask for a referral. Mm -hmm. Would you like to hear how that process works? I love it. That sounds like a great one. Absolutely. Cool. Well, we call it the art of the ask because... It's important you get more of what you want when you ask for it, right? We know it, having little kids around, dad, 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 can I have it? Can I have it? You know, the first two, t- three, four, five times you say no, and finally you give in and you're like, fine, man, have well, it. Just, just, be, just before this, I
0: was spending 30 <laughs> minutes with my with my nine-year-old daughter because she'd been asking for daddy-daughter time oh, since last man. night, okay? This so nice. that, was, that was, we were building a zoo in our living room uh, 30 minutes before <laughs> this, so. I get it. I, I love. Yep. So you gotta. So you gotta
1: start yeah. with the
0: ask, right? If you don't. But for to...
1: some reason, once we grow up, we stop asking for what we want. I don't understand it, right? As kids, we were never afraid to ask, but as adults, we're too in our heads, worried about what the other person is going to think or say, and we're concerned about rejection and status and all this stuff that doesn't really matter. But what if I could show you an easy way where you felt comfortable asking and your client, your customer felt comfortable hearing it. And that's what we teach. It's called the art of the ask. And there's three steps. The first step is to set the stage. The second step is to listen for the triggers. And then the third step is to ASK to G-E-T. So let's unpack those real quick. So step one is setting the stage. When you first have a new client customer, they come to you. Before you let them leave your office or your Zoom room, what you want to do is say, hey, before I let you go, can I ask you a quick favor? They'll all say either yes or maybe tell me more, right? And then you, you basically let them know that your business runs by referral and that you love helping people like them solve the people that uh, solve the problem that you're solving. And that once you've wowed them with your service, once you've done a great job, you'd like to ask the permission to ask them for referral later on, mm-hmm. okay? So you're basically setting the stage, planting seeds, saying, I'm gonna do an amazing job for you. And once I do, I'd like to ask you for referrals. Would that be okay? They'll all say yes because you're not putting them on the spot right now. You're not asking for anything right now. You're basically saying, look, I'm gonna amaze you with the service that we deliver. So that's setting the stage. Now, once you've done that, you start working with a client customer. Now you're listening for the referral triggers. That's step two. And what you're listening for is thank you, wow, oh my gosh, this is amazing, right? You've helped me save so much money, save so much time, help me look great, feel good, whatever it is that your product or service delivers. And if you don't hear a wow moment, you can actually generate one by asking them, hey, just wanna check in with you on a scale from one to 10, how would you rate the job we're doing? Well, if they say 10, you're like, awesome, I'm so glad to hear that. Now we're going into step three. I'm so glad to hear that. We love helping people like you get these results and we're looking to expand our business and help more people. So who do you know that would benefit from this service just like you did? Yeah. So that's the process. Now, if they don't say a 10, maybe they say an eight or a nine, you say, okay, that's, that's great. We'd love to do even better. What would make it a 10? Right, and if it's below eight, then you got issues, and you're not asking for referrals yet because you want to make sure that you're delivering the goods, so they love what you have. Yeah,
0: well, that is a that is a great perspective, and I appreciate the 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 concept of planting the seed, delivering results, listening, and finding those uh, those wow moments, and then at that moment saying, okay, you know, we love delivering this type of value for people like you. Who else do you know that we could help do that for? I think that three-step process right there is uh, is absolutely a, a fantastic concept for all of our audience to listen to, absorb, think about in terms of how they grow their businesses. and uh, And I sincerely appreciate having you on the uh, the podcast today, Brandon. Uh, so thank you for carving out some time this afternoon to be on Optics in Action. Uh, loved having you on. Loved hearing some of those uh, some of those stories and and some of those really great sort of nuggets of uh, insight that I think all of our audience can use. So, how do people get a hold of you, or how do people learn more if they're interested in learning more?
1: Oh, yeah. Well, thanks, Ryan. First of all, it's been a pleasure being here, and I hope people will listen, learn, and most importantly, take action, because results follow action. We can think about everything we're going to do, but if we don't take action, nothing shows up in our life. But yeah, you can take action and reach out to me. You can find me at brandonbarnum.com. You've got my name. Uh, It's just brandonbarnum.com. If you're a business or a professional who serves homeowners, go to HOA.com. And uh, up at the top right, you'll see a become a pro link. And you can do the right now there's a wait list to get in into the organization, but you can sign up for the wait list. And then if you're a homeowner, come and, and get your home safe report. That is a report all about your house. We're basically creating like Carfax for your home. So lots of good stuff there. Absolutely. Well, thank
0: you again for being on the podcast this afternoon, Brandon. Sincerely appreciate it and wish you all the best with HOA.com and all the stuff that you've got going on.
1: Oh, thanks, Ryan. It's been my pleasure. Appreciate you.
0: Thank you for listening to the Optics in Action podcast. If you are interested in the podcast, we welcome you to subscribe on your preferred platform, follow us on LinkedIn or learn more at epsoptics.com. If you or someone you know is interested in applying to be a guest on this podcast, you can find more information at podcast.epsoptics.com. This is Ryan Weiss thanking you for listening to Optics in Action.